I'm Catherine Smart. And I'm Rochelle Bingham. And this is Reality Mums, your go-to podcast for reality TV, pop culture, mum life, and all things in between. Welcome back to another episode of Reality Mums. And thank you to everybody for sticking by us right now because it's a little bit all over the place. We missed last week's episode, obviously. Um, The last time we spoke was the day before I was to go in for melanoma surgery, which I had, and it was very successful. They got it all. But I got the call last week to say more has to come out. The margins around the melanoma need to be bigger we need to take you back in. So that kind of threw a spanner in the works. Um, definitely a different experience to the first surgery. First surgery was like, yeah, cool. That was, that was fine. You know, hurts a bit, but we'll be right. Cover that with makeup. Second time around, significantly more traumatic, more, more pain, bigger scar, external stitches, but I'm on the, um, I'm on the good side of it now. I'm coming, I'm coming out the other side, thank goodness. So thank you to our listeners for sticking around and thank you, Rochelle, for delivering to my house chocolate custard. Uh, what else did you deliver to me? Juice. Ice cream. Iced coffee, <laughs> ice cream. Like um, could I have a better friend in the world? No. So thank <laughs> you. It was very much appreciated and loved and eaten and still being mm-hmm. eaten. So thank you. No, that's fine. You are very welcome. I'm glad to see you smiling, even though it hurts a little bit to smile. Nice. You have been spreading the message, which is great. And I have to say you've been very resilient in the face of something that is quite horrible and it's on your face. So even though any sort of cancer diagnosis is devastating, having something so prevalent that you can't not look at or you can't um I think you've been amazing and resilient and I'm glad to see you back um thank you and you keep showing up for the kids and you've had a little cry because it's important to also while you can be positive it's important to also be like you know what this is bad this is happening to me and it's bad and it's good to acknowledge that and I I think that's been good thank you it's one of those things where you know you just have to get it done But as you said, you do sometimes hit a point where you do just need to let it out. And I think because it was stage one and the way it was told to me when I was first diagnosed is it's stage one, it's curable, it's okay, we can get this. And then seeing the significant scar that has had Mm. to be put right on my face for everybody to see for stage one, it sort of makes you think, what if it was stage two? What if I didn't? push to get it taken off my face because it was it was really a cosmetic reason that I was having it removed because I was told it was fine so what if I just covered it with makeup and said oh don't worry about it it's fine I mean that I think that's what comes you know they're the sort of thoughts that start coming into your mind is that this could be this could have been really really bad but it hasn't been it's been really good and the more people that know about this type of cancer and how it looks the better yep and you're grateful for the early diagnosis, but you're still oh. allowed to say, you know what, this is bad. And I know that there's people out there with much more, but if that's your, what's happening that's to you right, right now, it's bad to be bad. So I'm glad that you acknowledge that, you know, this is a bit bad and I'm having a bad day or I'm having a bit of a cry. Yeah. But I was just worried you were crying and you were saying it's crying, but it's hurting. I'm like, oh, no, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> but, um, 
I'm glad that you've come out the other side and you're using your experience in a positive way, which is good. Absolutely. Um, um, now, from a uh, TV perspective, you're probably going to be across more things than I am. What have we got in breaking news today? Breaking news, Taylor Swift has landed in Melbourne. <laughs> 1am this morning I'm not one I really like Taylor Swift I'm going on Saturday night I'm not one to be completely obsessive about like people have been tracking the plane and people Mm. are wondering where she's staying I'm like do you know what I get that she's here I like her I'm not going to stalk her I don't need to see her and her or something like that um but she's here apparently though which I was interested in uh, an entire jet came with all of her costumes oh really Yeah. So let's just say Taylor's carbon footprint probably isn't looking that great. But do you know what? We're just going to put that to the side. There's a bit Um, of negative press about Taylor at the moment. People are jumping on her about the Grammys and the way that she accepted her award from Celine Dion but didn't acknowledge her. And then she made Lana Del Rey come up on stage and Lana was nominated for the same award and lost and she looked a bit uncomfortable there's a little bit of a tide turn on taylor at the moment but i think it's just oversaturation she's everywhere 100 percent oversaturation and i think she said it herself you're never going to please everyone you're always going to have somebody who's going to have a negative view and that's absolutely anybody um but it's complete oversaturation to the point that i really like her i'm looking forward to going to the concert but i'm also kind of looking forward to not hearing any more about her every second move and I think it's been made worse because of the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. so you've had um her at the Super Bowl and then they've had the Grammys and then you've got her coming to Australia so there's a lot going on you've got all these people who've missed out on tickets so they're a little bit disgruntled the the process hasn't been great the Ticketmaster resale site for Melbourne as far as I know is closed so if you've got a self moment they're saying the only way you can get them is through there you can't buy them at the moment. So I think the, mess. it's a bit of a mess. Um, I'm really looking forward to the concert, but, yeah, it's it's a lot Taylor Swift at the moment. Every time I open my Instagram, it's all flooded and I'm sort yeah. of like, yeah, it's a, it's a lot for me and I'm a fan. So I can't imagine not. If you're not a fan, you'd be like, <laughs> oh, my God, enough. But you're never going to please everybody. But she was at the Super Bowl um, and at the after party. Her iron levels must be on point because I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm concerned about going as a to watch the concert on Saturday. I'm like, oh, my God, it's <laughs> night, three hours. She's performing three nights in a row and she's flown from Tokyo to Las Vegas to Melbourne. Yeah. Like She's, she's like a robot. Going. Like you never see a picture of Taylor Swift looking tired hungover, drunk. She's always put together. She's always got her lipstick on. Mm. It's it's like she's not real. Like she's a bot. Yeah, she's a she's a performer. She's just mm. I don't know, but yeah, she's definitely she might should have her moments and she'll probably go after this go into hiding for a bit and yeah. rest, which is what well but yeah, so there was the Super Bowl on Monday here, which was Sunday, and we had the Usher halftime performance, which has been met with mixed reviews personally I didn't mind it yeah it was good I liked it we're the target demographic for the halftime show now it's all the artists from 20 years ago that they bring back and all the young people now are going who's that like and all us us 40 somethings with the kids are going yeah Yeah. (laughs) holding the washing 
Do you know, yeah. I didn't mind. People are saying, oh, you know, he wasn't that good and they're comparing it to the Snoop Dogg halftime show, which was amazing with Dr. Dre and all that sort of stuff. And then last year was Rihanna, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. She's yeah, pregnant. she was pregnant. Yeah. Um, it, was ba- it wasn't bad. He took his shirt off. He was sweaty. There was roller skates. The roller skates looked a bit funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for everyone to fall over. But, yeah, I didn't hate it. Like, what, what are they wanting? I'm confused. Yeah. It's going to it can't be the same every single year. So no. we've had that. And in our housewives zone, Larsa and Marcus appear to have broken up amid a disagreement about having children from what I understand. That's what's being reported today. Yeah. Mm. Whether it's true or not, I find it a bit strange that this is something that's come up now when there's no sort of secret about her age and the age difference. So mm. what was he thinking that happened? Yeah. I mean, did it really ever have a future? And it was it seemed like such an unhealthy relationship. Even their podcast was called Separation Anxiety. Like they couldn't be away from each other. I think the thing that I found the the funniest, not that a breakup's funny, but the way that it all happened, Larsa pretty much wiped him from her feed and unfriended him and then put up a poll about should friends um, be friends with your ex. And at this point, Marcus was still friends with her on Instagram. She was still on his Instagram. So then he's gone and cleaned his up. And then his post is with him and his dad watching the Super Bowl on this tiny TV that looked like it's from 2004. And it's like, isn't this Michael Jordan's house? Isn't there a TV the size of the house? Like, yeah. <laughs> it was all just such a bizarre situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not sure what's what's going on there. It was a very codependent relationship, though, from what we've seen on Miami. Wasn't she saying sex five times a night? The guy needed a break. Probably. Probably had a sore willy. <laughs> Chafing. Probably need a rest from just to get the man some pseudo cream. <laughs> yeah, poor fellows chafing. She's just always after him for five, like yeah, five times a day. You can't maintain it. <laughs> I just but have yeah, visions I, of like a tally board. Like you, you haven't met your quota for the day. Yeah, it's not a factory, but um, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I think I think the children rumors is strange. Because what did he, her children are grown yeah. up. She's no spring like chicken. And she's not young. So what did he think she was going to do, have a baby or were they going to adopt? Yeah, maybe. He was good though, from what I saw on Miami. It looked yeah. like it was a good relationship from that perspective. But, yeah, I think it was a little bit jinxed from the start. Um, but, yeah, that's our breaking news this week. We've also got Beverly Hills. Merce is out of the purse <laughs> and potentially in the lady's hair. <laughs> Seeing his ashes come flying back onto the women and all over their clothes, I laughed so hard. I watched this in hospital. I watched it <laughs> and I'm in this cubicle just pissing myself laughing. Yeah. Oh, my God. One of the greatest moments in Housewives history, I, I think. It was wonderful to watch. Yeah, I've, I'm really loving Erica when she was drunk the week before and she was like, Merce is in the purse. So she was, she'd obviously been overserved. She was drinking a bit that night, but she wasn't angry, Erica. She was no. funny. And then she come out with all this 
facts about I don't know what she was mm. talking about but they were like why is she like the oracle all of a sudden I'm <laughs> I really like Erica this season yeah. Sutton's delivered with Merce in the Ziploc bag um <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, Merce is a close friend of Sutton's from many years ago and Merce passed away and Sutton has his ashes and they've taken the ashes to Spain with the intention to release the ashes and they've yeah, they've done that and the ashes have flown back in everybody's face. Yes, and Erica yeah. was drinking it. She was saying Merce is in the purse because they were laughing that he was in her purse in a Ziploc yeah. bag, yeah. which... From what I understand, I think ashes are a bit like that. Well, what else are you going to put them in? They're going to stick to anything. You can put them in the urn thing, but you've got to purchase it. If you're going to let them fly, I don't think you're going to be having an urn. I think my I've got my dog's urns. (laughs) I don't don't know where they are. I've lost them. (laughs) Should probably bury them. We could have a ceremony. <laughs> I'll come down to Melbourne and we'll chuck them in the bay. The first Ziploc bag. <laughs> um, you've got Kyle and Mo. The cracks are starting to show a bit more in that mm-hmm. relationship. It's all sort of coming out a little bit. It's clear that they're separating, but she really wasn't ready to talk about it when it was being filmed. That was all. Yeah. I did laugh when Kyle's like, when I'm overseas, I use Hermes as my graphical like geographical location and I'm like oh I use like KFC or McDonald's like it's not (laughs) rich women using these (laughs) stores um then we had the crystal health scare yeah with the the popping out of the veins when they're in the bus trip yeah with the um high blood pressure pressure. yeah yeah which everyone's saying oh Anne-Marie come to her rescue I don't think she really did that much. She just no. come and said, we've got to get her to the doctor. And then she's like, oh, my goodness, what if you do this and you could go into this sort of shock or something? And I was like, aren't you meant to be calming the situation down? Exactly. She was in a bit of a, I still don't love her. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I don't I don't enjoy watching her on TV. It's just, no. yeah, it's not working for me. Yeah. Um, I'm enjoying the season, though. Yeah, it's good. It's still delivering. I'm. I look forward to it when it's on. So we'll be watching that today. Um, yes. I'm still getting used to the new lineup. So Vanderpump is now on Wednesdays instead of Thursdays. <laughs> I'm sort of a bit all over the place. So Vanderpump aired last night. Um, it's you know we've got Tom Sandoval back from New Zealand. He's had his birthday which was filled with people who he pays to be his friends. <laughs> it was an interesting crew of nobodies. Um, again, him and James. James is trying to get an apology. Tom Sandoval keeps bringing up what happened with Kristen 10 years ago. It's a bit of a merry-go-round, a bit over that. Um, what I am feeling is I am feeling sorry for Schwartz. Like I can see Schwartz is trying to move forward, apologise, make things right with people, but still being attached at the hip to Tom is not helping his situation. So I am feeling a a lot more sympathy for him this season than I was last season. Um, We've had Pump closed down. So Pump in West Hollywood, Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant. I've got a question. Where is Peter? Peter is missing. 
Yeah. We've not is seen him at all. I is, don't. Is he... I need Can't to rewatch the credits. Yeah. Because often he's in when they go do the song. Yeah. So he's kind of. I'm in this season. Mm. Um, yeah. So the thing I'm feeling about Tom Sandoval is he's still very defensive. We've got to remember that this is still only four months after they wrap filming and the reunion. So it's still very fresh there. And any attempt on his behalf to apologize or be genuine, like people have to keep telling him to be humble and genuine. And so yeah. everything that he's saying is just coming across as lip service. Like he's just saying words, but they don't mean anything because he's not backing it up with those actions. Yeah. I um, I saw the conversation that he had with Lisa and I've never been since this whole thing broke last year. I was like, oh, Tom Sandoval, he's annoying. You know, he's the worm with the moustache. I was team Ariana all the way. I do think that when she said, I don't think the punishment fits the crime, I'm starting to feel that way. When you've got someone, yes, he cheated. Yes, it was her friend. It's not great. Now, Ariana has moved on, and I know it's still, we're talking, it's only three or four months after, but she's moved on. She's not, you know, devastated by the looks of things on there. When he's talking about, like, he copped it hard, and when he was saying about he thought about ending his life, mm. kind of hit home for me. He's cheated. He's done the wrong thing. There's no reason for that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like people saying that he should die and all that. It's just never appropriate for that. And then in some ways I think, do you know what, he did do the wrong thing. But he is yeah. also that that stage presence that he has where he's that arrogant where he's doing the rock star thing. That's like his stage persona. He's always been a bit like that. Yeah. Um, I don't doubt that he's a narcissist and I don't think he's an amazing, lovely person, but I do think that, in this instance, maybe the punishment doesn't fit the crime. He doesn't deserve complete and utter hate from mm. here on out. No. But I don't think he's doing very well with his apology tour. No. Well, sitting out in the back of Sir with Sheena at the end of last night's episode, like she was giving him the opportunity to speak. He wanted to speak to her. She said, okay. And then by the end of it, she was basically walking off because yeah. he's still he just, just he's not getting it. No. And Sheena looking like Blade Runner or something. What's going on? <laughs> Those glasses were so 2000 Anastasia vibes, weren't they? I must yeah. admit, I was like, oh, did I keep mine? <laughs> I keep everything. <laughs> I really am kicking myself for not keeping so much more of my 90s and early 2000s attire. Yeah. 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 It's all back. Yeah. But then also we've got... Um, Tom Schwartz, he is trying to remove himself a little bit from the Tom, Tom. He's trying to play both sides, which is very much like him. I think that when he asked everyone to go to Lake Tahoe and he was met with like, oh, my God, how dare you ask me? Well, at least he asked. Yeah. If he hadn't have asked, they would have got annoyed. He did ask, they got annoyed. It's a lose-lose. It's a lose-lose. I don't love him. He... But I do think that he's trying to sort of distance himself. He's just, I do feel a little bit more sorry for him. And I actually feel a little bit more sorry for Sandoval because mm. I think it's done. The reunion's done. Mm. I think he actually really did like Raquel, which I didn't realise. See, I, I struggle he- with that. I feel because there's been a lot of talk about how Tom Sandoval would very, very much produce himself. 
on these shows. So has a storyline, knows what he's going to say, sets up situations a certain way. And, you know, I can't help but feel like he's putting that on for the camera to make it look like he's been dumped and that he that we should be feeling sorry for him because she didn't call him on his birthday. And so I take all of that with a grain of salt. I I don't really believe anything that's coming out of his mouth right now. Um, yeah. Yes, it's reality TV, but how much of this is real and how much of this is what's being put out there because that's the story they want everybody to believe. Correct. Yeah, mm. that's true. And she's not there to put her side of the story across. So he can say whatever he likes. He could make anything up and he knows that she doesn't want to have a right of reply. She doesn't want to be in that situation. But a bit of time has passed since then. She's been a bit more vocal. She did the Bethany thing. She's, I think, coming out with her own podcast or something. So who knows what what's going to come out of her mouth later on. She might, re, you know, rebut everything that he's saying. Yeah. And then you've got this... Um... With Nima from Shah's. So Nima was in Shah's of Sunset. He was apparently with Raquel slash Rachel. And then was so he's been on Sheena's podcast. That's what's happened. Yeah. And then Tom's taken offense to that because apparently he was saying that he was told that they were in an open relationship. Well, that Tom told Rachel that they're in an open relationship. Whether that's true or not. Nima from memory was also with Sheena at one point. Oh, really? Nima has been with a few people, but um, I don't know. I also find maybe digging up those things, was it necessary? Maybe not. Mm. Like he cheated. It's not a nice thing to do, but he hasn't murdered somebody. We don't need to go no. and have all these character witnesses dragged from the past. And I know he keeps bringing up the Kristen thing and it's from years ago and they keep saying, oh, it's from so long ago, but. As Andy pointed out at the reunion, nearly everyone on that entire set has cheated at some point. Yeah. So, and the fact that he was feeling, and even if he was playing it up, if he was, and I don't know that he would, but the fact that he was saying I was feeling so alone and I was like, what's the point in living? I, I would never want anyone to feel like that. And I think I, I think it's time to sort of stop with the whole hate towards him. It's done. We move on now. But yeah. this a year ago and it was only straight after filming so it was still yeah. very fresh and so, we should put a little disclaimer in there because here in australia if you're listening in australia uh whenever there is content that's shared in the media in regards to people and their feelings of um, self-harm uh taking their own life always redirect those people or direct those people i should say to lifeline so mm-hmm. um google lifeline call the number speak to somebody yep. Yeah, yeah. Take beyond take it blue. seriously. Yeah, all beyond yeah. blue. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there was emo night, which yeah, the girls host. Very cringy. Yeah. I'm all for people living their best lives. I don't know why Sheena. What was happening? I she, don't Good know. as gold is not an emo song. <laughs> I was kind of like, is Nickelback emo? What's going on? And they were all dressed <laughs> differently. I'm not. I found it a little bit cringy. Yeah, but I liked watching. Yeah, I was cringing and watching and loving it. Hmm. So, yeah, it's good. I look forward to it still. Yeah, so do I. It's good. Um, Miami has been delivering. Really enjoying Miami the last few weeks. Uh, mm. It's sort of low start, I think. Then they went to Bermuda. 
So where yeah. did they go? Uh, no, that was Salt Lake. They're in yeah. Mexico. Are they in Mexico City? Somewhere like somewhere so in South America. Yeah, they've been on a boat tour and it's kicked off between Lisa and Kiki. So it kicked mm. off on the boat where Lisa fed some dogs and said that it's better than that what they would be eating. And then a fight sort of broke out. And then you had Gertie, who was obviously she's going through cancer treatment and all sorts of things. And then she had, she was dehydrated. So she's vomiting. It was all happening on this boat. There was a mariachi band playing. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh my God. There was dolls, island of all these um, baby dolls, which was yep. creepy and triggering Julia. So it, it has delivered. Lisa is driving me crazy. I cannot stand. Yeah. Her ignorance to be saying how, like when Kiki's saying, I grew up in not the greatest circumstances, you know, those people doesn't necessarily, because they don't have a nice house, doesn't mean they're eating bad food, doesn't mean that mm. their animals aren't care of. The ignorance drives me crazy. Mm. And then when they were getting off the boat last week um, or the gondola or whatever it was, she's looking for her lip gloss. And oh. I was like, your friend is really sick. You've just had an argument with someone and potentially offended them. She's so tone deaf. Yeah. Only tunnel vision on this Lenny situation. She's having a hard time, but I don't like that. No. Isn't it amazing to watch how from one season to the next you can go from being someone, excuse me, who was so supported universally by the cast and by the, I mean, even the editors, the way that they edited everything was very supportive mm. of Lisa and the fans that were behind her. But you're right. Like she's so tone deaf right now. She's not seeing, like she's got blinkers on in terms of what's going on around her and what's in her life. And it's it's so offensive, the things that she's saying. Like Kiki is so right to be saying what she's saying and and being so angry with Lisa the lip gloss, searching for the lip gloss in that moment was just comical. It's like, come on, babe, come on. And I just got to say, fire the makeup artist because the shade of orange on her face in those confessionals, which is about four shades too dark to the shade of orange that she's wearing on her body, I can't look at that anymore. There's so much going on. It's like, I don't know. Filter. Oh, my God. I think yeah. it's because I'm watching it on a big screen, but Jesus Christ, fix the face, yeah. fix the makeup artist. There's just there's so much wrong with the whole Lisa situation this year. Yeah, there's a lot. The divorce, I, I probably in hindsight might have been better for her to take a season off mm-hmm. so she could focus that and come back because I think she is emotional about her divorce and about the settlement or whatever's going on, but she's talking about millions of dollars just to like I don't know I think when someone like Kiki is hilarious to me Mm. she's so funny her confessionals are hilarious she's really coming to her own this season and then to think that you could be offending people I don't know the way she's going about it is wrong Mm. Lassa is even sort of a bit like she's not 100 (laughs) she can you know it's bad when even Lassa is looking at the behavior and going oh that's a bit much yeah, so you've got Larsa. I'm really enjoying Marisol more this season. I have not liked her for a few seasons now and it was really turning me off and I'm enjoying her. Julia seems to stir the pot a lot. She does. Yeah, she's she's 
getting in there a lot more and doing the whole this person said this, this person said that. I still love her realness. There's something about Julia that I just adore. I didn't realise that she'd lost a son to shaken baby syndrome with a nanny. Like that was just horrific for her. And that scene on the gondola, whatever it's called, with all of the the doll's heads swinging and that creepy thing, that must have been so traumatic for her. So I, I see her stirring the pot, but I'm not so bothered by it like I am with other with other housewives, I just think as an ensemble, the whole cast delivers. They all deserve whatever, what do they have, a cocktail in Miami when they, they all yeah. stand there? They all deserve one, especially yeah, Kiki. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiki hasn't done much previous seasons. She's sort of no. been there, but she's been a very quiet achiever. This season she's come into her own and I'm yeah. enjoying it. Gertie sharing her story is really good. Dr. Nicole is Love there. Her. They, they all deliver. And while, yeah, Julia is stirring the pot, I don't mind it because no. she's not really um, vicious. No, she's a good person at heart. Yeah, she's stirring it yeah. a bit. It's a bit of gossip. It's, a you know, yeah. it's giving content, but she's contributing. She's not si- yeah. sitting in the back just riding no. along the coattails of everybody else. Everybody's contributing equally. I love it. I think Miami is, is equal with Beverly Hills oh. for me. Yeah, no, I'm happy with both of them. Whereas where you've got Potomac fallen down this season, oh, I couldn't even tell you what's happening in it. And it was off this week because of the Super Bowl. I was like, I didn't even care. Neither. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it. But Miami is really good. It is. Now, Below Deck is back. We've had two episodes. We've got our new captain. Captain Kerry has taken over from Captain Lee. I love Captain Kerry. I love his firmness, but he's also like a dad. Like I, he gives those dad vibes. Like I, you'd love it if he was your dad. And I love that he's so Aussie. I love that he used the expression a bee's dick when he was talking about the distance between the boat and the dock, I think it was. I'm like, oh, my God, that's not something that my dad would say. Um, Fraser, is it Fraser or Fraser? I feel like different people pronounce it differently. I say Fraser. Same. Yeah. But I Fraser, do think- love, love Fraser. I just think he's such good value. He's such a great chief stew. Um, his stews underneath him, they're a bit of a mess at the moment. Um, ben is creating havoc. It's all a little bit chaotic at the moment, giving me a little bit of anxiety. But after last night's episode, I really liked it. Just before I get your thoughts on it, um, one thing I'm disliking about this season, and I don't think they need to do it, they're doing these slow-mos. So the editing, they're doing all of these zooming in on the food and they're putting the the names of the food up on the screen, almost like it's an episode of My Kitchen Rules or something. I don't need that. What we love about Below Deck is the the rawness, the the lack of production. It's about a workplace and we're a fly on the wall watching people work. Yeah. I just don't think they need to go that extra mile with that fancy editing. It's distracting me a little bit. So I don't know yep. what you think about that or even if you even noticed it, maybe I just noticed it. I noticed, I didn't really notice, I noticed that the episodes seem like they're dragging certain things out more. So mm-hmm. normally you'd touch on what was for dinner and then the chef was going slow and then the people, 
needed the food faster, but I didn't realize like they've, we've had two episodes now. And I know the first one was them introducing themselves and coming on the boat, but you know, normally there's a guest episode and then a night out episode. And sometimes they sort of overlap, but we've, I feel like we've had two very guest heavy yes. episodes and we yeah. haven't got to know the crew properly. So I feel like that guest component could have been the whole beach picnic thing could have been condensed down a little bit and we could have got a little bit more of the crew night out or something else. Yeah. The new bosun, he seems nice, but he doesn't know what he's doing. He's no bosun. <laughs> he said himself he's got ADHD and that he didn't give the medication time to last. You need to concentrate, mate. This is really important stuff. This is a very big boat. No, I, I and but I don't mind him. First, I was like, oh, I don't know about this guy. I don't mind him. He's got his daughter or his child. I don't know if it's a daughter or a son, actually, but he seems like a nice enough guy. Mm. I don't love him. Who don't you love, Ben? No, there's a bit of ick there. I feel a bit of ick. Yeah, I want to like him because he's Australian. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to like Ben. I don't like Ben that much. I like the Scottish guy. He's funny. Yeah, he's funny. He's very he's funny. funny. Then we've got Barbie, who is one of the, she, oh, we're not sure if she's second student yet. He hasn't awarded that yet. But yeah. I think she's going to cause a bit of trouble because she's a bit of a princess, I think, living on daddy's money and all her yeah. wage goes to designer bags. Um, Fraser with the you don't bite the tit that feeds. I have used that maybe twice in the last week and <laughs> going to continue to use it. Um, he's funny to me. I, I think- just love that he refers to himself as mummy. As like mummy mummy needs a sleep. <laughs> mummy needs a rest. <laughs> I really yeah. think they missed out by not bringing Hayley back because they were so funny together. Yeah, they were funny together. But, I mean, Hayley was never going to bring drama because she's just too cruisy and too relaxed and gets along too well with him so I, I kind of get why they wouldn't bring her back for that reason but yeah yeah I'm just a little bit confused between so there's Barbie and then there's another stew that got her legs burnt oh the the witch yeah and then there's yeah. a blonde girl so I'm sort of getting them confused which means that I haven't really had enough time sort of seeing who's who but we are on the episode two yeah I love Captain Perry um he's real and I like the dynamic between him and Fraser I'm interested to see. I think Ben will end up being bosun. He seems to have more credibility in that space and more knowledge of that boat. Like he knows that boat. That's the same boat from the last season. So, yes. And I yeah. like the chef. He's mm. making love. To, he's making love on a plate. <laughs> it's funny. And then the guests were doing sex in the spa. Oh, and that spa has a see-through base. <laughs> oh God! Yuck. They're grossing me out, these guests. They left a big yeah. tip. I think that lady has a UTI now. <laughs> I feel like we collectively as an audience are going to get a UTI just watching them. Get them off. Yeah. Get them off the boat. But, yeah, it's not bad. I'm enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. I do miss Captain Lee. I like Captain Carey, but I miss that he's not. I like Captain Carey, but I want Captain Lee back too. Can mm. we have them both? That would be good. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Anyway. Anyway. Well, they're our main four right now. That's really all I'm focusing on. Um, So Taylor is which night? Saturday night? For me, Saturday night. So she's playing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. So I'm going to 
Well, look, have the best time. We can regroup next week and have a chat about it. I can't wait to hear all about it. Yes. I think it'll be good. I'm excited. I've got the outfit ready. Post it on the socials. Post it on the Reality Moms page for everybody to see. I'm desperate to see what you're going to wear. Yeah. But please don't wear an adult nappy like some fans are saying they're going to do. Do not be one of them. I, as I said, I love Taylor Swift, but I can, there's an album that I don't like of hers. So I'm not a folklore fan. I think people will probably come at me, but I'm not. (laughs) We just got cancelled by the Swifties. So so I've worked out, I've watched the, I've watched it, the show, um, how she released it. So I've watched it. So even I've worked out where I can go for breaks. So there's a whole (laughs) album, I think it's like six songs where I can have a bit of a rest, go to the toilet, you know water so I'm like no I'm love it yeah it's amazing sorted. well have a good no- time <laughs> <laughs> thank you. and thank you for the American Express allowing me to get my ticket you are so welcome you are welcome to use my credit card at any time to purchase tickets oh. to Taylor Swift <laughs> what are friends for you send me groceries food that I can <laughs> eat and I help you get Taylor Swift tickets I mean it's a win-win yep. yeah yes it is it was lovely to see you and see you, you back smiling again and best of um, luck with your appointment today. Thank you. I'm off to get the stitches out now. So, yep. yeah, wish me luck and thank you for everything and thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you slash speak to you this time next week. Yes. Great. Bye. Okay. See you next week. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Reality Mums acknowledges the traditional owners of lands and waters that this podcast is recorded on.